When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what they say? Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, don't grumble, give a whistle. And this'll help things turn out for the best. And always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life If life seems jolly rotten There's something you've forgotten And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing When you're feeling in the dumps Don't be silly chumps Just purse your lips and whistle That's the thing And always look on the bright side of life Come on! Always look on the right side of life. Sitting aside our Chia Pet in my living room overlooking the empty streets of San Francisco, I'm Schmitty, and this is Talkin' Schmidt. Today on the show is Una Farrar. Una grew up on Victoria Island in Vancouver, Canada. She's an excellent skier, has abnormal fingerboarding skills, and recently has been traveling the world, filming for an all-girls skateboard video that will be put out by Vans. She's participated in the annual Skate Witch Wheels of Fortune several times and met some of her best friends there. It's always a great time filled with hijinks, some things you just never forget. Oh, I think one of them was like you take a tampon and like dip it in beet juice so it looks like it's like used and then you have to go into a public space and like eat it or like suck on it and like everyone around you is like oh my god and, and then you have to film people's reaction of like how gnarly it looks because it's actually disgusting like it's that's like horrid and so yeah that's like probably one of the gnarliest things that I remember. Well hello everybody and to you new chunk of listeners hi this is a podcast. See, since the coronavirus hit, a lot of people who are locked in quarantine mode have stumbled upon us, and I just want to give a warm hello and hope you enjoy and think about something other than what is happening outside. Also, a huge shout out to my 209 listeners. Stockton, what's up? Even with all that's going on, it hasn't stopped your local skate shop out there, Kingpin Skate Shop from picking up a full line of Talkin' Schmidt merch. Gotta have that nasty neck out in the 209. Thanks for the fire. Also, big love to Mortal Skate Shop in Tucson, who loaded up right before the shutdown. Aaron Susky, your shop now has the Schmidt. Continuing our Route 66 trail across the Southwest, you will notice Talkin' Schmidt in Filter Skate Shop in New Mexico with the most honeybee air fresheners any shop has purchased so far. 
They also carry our shirts and hats as well. Then all the way out east in the city of New Bedford, it looks like Jay at Solstice Skate Shop just got his first box from us with hats, shirts, and some other merchandise. Thank you so much to all you shops and everyone that has supported the show. It's never underappreciated. I want to throw this out there. The first person to buy something from one of those shops and document it will win a free five-panel hat and a beer helmet DVD. Make sure to take a photo, tag us, the shop that you bought it at, so that we can verify. I don't know about you guys, but personally I've been watching a lot of TV lately, feeling like the boy in the bubble. Recently, we finished McMillions, The Outsider, the new season of The Peaky Fucking Blinders, halfway through the new Curb, and holy fuck am I amazed at the Netflix documentary series called Tiger King. It's kind of like Joe Dirt comes to real life and merges with Siegfried and Royd. Needless to say, my creative juices have me bouncing off the walls, and for some reason I just keep drinking more and more coffee. If all goes as planned, which under the current circumstances may be a lot to ask, I'm hoping to have a big announcement next week about something me and a few bros are doing to try and help out with the current pandemic. Other than that, a lot of indoor time, a lot of hand washing, and a lot of staring at monitors. I don't really know how I'm going to interview my next guest, or who it is for that matter. But for now... Let me pass the mic over to this week's guest. Hey, this is Una Farrar, and you're listening to Talking Schmidt. It's cool, like tonight is the night. Here we go again. Just give it the old cause turn, isn't it? All big dogs in. Schmitty. 96 times, Schmitty. Thanks, Schmitty. We on? Schmitty. Talking Schmidt. That's called going to the hospital, bitch. I'd be <laughs> shitting my pants. Man. Your Rolodex is fucking deep. I don't give a fuck about your fucking multi-million dollar numbers. Who is this guy? thinks he's tough shit. What's up? I'm here for Greg Smith. Okay, it's March 14th, 2020, another episode of Talkin' Schmidt, but not just another episode. Today is episode 65, and we have a fabulous guest all the way from Canada. Tell them what your name is. Hi, I'm Una Farrar, <laughs> or Tubsy. You can call me either. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, staying away from this uh, whatever virus everybody thinks they have. Yes, True. Same. I feel pretty good, actually. Yeah? Yeah. What are you doing in uh, the Bay Area? Um, we're here filming for a Vans video. It was the last kind of trip to try to wrap things up. Oh, is it the deadline? Yeah, we're, we're approaching the deadline. It's supposed to come out in April, I think. It's like Shari's filming it. Um, it's like me, Brianna, Fabi, a bunch of other gr- girls, too. And it's like really cool gang, so I'm pretty excited for when it comes out. Nice. How are you feeling about? You got clips. I got some footage. Yeah. Yeah. I got some. I'm like I'm. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever be like fully satisfied, but I'm pretty stoked on what I have. There's a few things that I still want to like, maybe try. Well, it keeps pushing you for the future. Yeah. Always. Right. Let's start with um the beginning. You you were born and raised in Canada or no? Yeah. 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 I'm from a place called Victoria, um, on uh, Vancouver Island. Okay. 
It's actually the capital of British Columbia. So I've like on there. the west coast, yeah. Uh-huh. You've been to Victoria? Yeah. Nice. What did you think? I liked it. It was my graduation trip for high school. We went in 88. Really? Way before you were born. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, it's really beautiful. I was really fortunate to grow up there. Mm. And uh, I just moved. I moved to Vancouver about seven months ago now. Oh. So I've been living there. Um, I actually live with, like, Shari and Norma and Romy and, like, a group of skaters. So it's really cool. But, yeah, I was born and raised on the on the island there. What was it like? What were the disadvantages of living on the island? Did you ever feel like island fever or like secluded from certain things? There's grocery stores. Everything's available (laughs) there, right? Yeah. I mean, you could technically get everything you need. And like, I definitely felt um, with skateboarding, it was, it was a small, but like tight knit scene. So there was some disadvantages where like, if you wanted to kind of like break like move forward with skateboarding as a career most of the people would move to vancouver or move to la or whatnot um at least the mainland i don't know there was advantages too where it was like as i said like a tight-knit community and there's like a lot of good skaters there Mm. but i definitely found that like starting off like with little comps and like a community that was supportive was like really good but once i got to a point where i was like traveling more or like there's (laughs) basically the way off the island and not as like a ferry boat like you can fly it but like everyone ferries and like for some reason the ferries aren't working like you can't like leave so i like i like the feeling now of living on the mainland is so much more accessible for like yeah travel and stuff it's like bigger city more going on it's okay. a little little slow sometimes in victoria which is nice huh. for like my parents and like to go visit and stuff but for living and skating vancouver's like sick so you still got the family there to get like a little getaway and kind of get a breath <laughs> of fresh air or whatever yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. How did you discover skateboarding? Like, what brought you into skateboarding? Well, it was basically, like, my friends who I was hanging out with. Like, I had an older brother. Um, He's three years older than me, and he influences, like, a lot. uh, Influenced and influences a lot of what I do, like, past and current, because we're pretty close, good friends. So he skated, and I was always stoked on whatever he was doing. So in the back of my head, I was like, skateboarding's cool, but I didn't really try it when he did it. And then I had a group of friends in middle school, like basically one close friend that lived down the street and we'd hang out all the time. And then he picked up skating and that's all he ever did. And so I was like, it's kind of boring to hang out with you when like all you're doing is skating. (laughs) So like I just tried it and then ended up getting like hooked on it. And I went and found my brother's old board from like three years ago and then did that. And then my parents got me. What age were you right there around? That was like probably um, 10 or 11. Oh. Because I would get like I got like into skating at like 11 and 12 but that was like the first like middle school I think or like late elementary school do you remember what the first board was so like there's a place called Canadian Tire in Canada that's like the equivalent of like Walmart okay so I had one of those when I first tried like an ollie but then when I when I got into it I was like tell my parents that I wanted a real board like a proper one they like took it literally and got me like a ernie torres like real board oh shit <laughs> for christmas yeah Rad. and then I, there's this photo of me like holding it up i'm like it's just this like it's like a real board so uh-huh. it's like kind of sick i mean it worked out it's a great board i just like went down to the basement that day like christmas day just kickflips in the basement like back to back all day Rad. Mm-hmm. fun fact here is that canada is the second largest demographic that listens to this podcast <laughs> We're at 5% up in Canada. <laughs> Sweet. So we'll Good give them coverage. a little. Oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love. 
Yeah, a shout out. Shout out. Let's get that number up to double digits. Let's uh, yeah. tell some friends up there, eh? I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'd be cool. Okay. Who are your roommates again? Um, I live with Shari White, Norma Ibera, Romy Haynes, and then Graham. So, like, Norma and Shari have been really involved in this video. Uh-huh. So, Norma's a photographer and Shari's a filmer. My friend Romy's a skateboarder, too. So, we all skate together, but it's been really productive living in that household because they're just, like stoked people who are down to do whatever and they're also like coincidentally working on the same project as me so it's like and there's like my before all this with the projects and all that we were doing this anyways yeah like we were all like good friends so like we were out filming for whatever show i was filming for norma was taking photos or whatever like it was already happening and we just made it into a video so that's rad mm -hmm. yeah if you're working on a video project where better to live than with the filmer yeah <laughs> and yeah especially if the filmer is like a chiller like yeah <laughs> And then let's talk about the social media thing. How did Little Tubsy, how <laughs> did you get this name? Um, well, the name that like comes back to my brother and his friends. I needed an email from my MSN account. M I, like, I don't know, message like no one and I didn't have any friends had it, but they had it, like my older brother. So they came up with a Hotmail email that was Little Tubsy because they was like, they were making fun of me for being like small and like chubby because I was like seven at the time. Like I was <laughs> so young. I don't even know why I had it. But then... I never really liked many like nicknames associated with my real name, so that one kind of just stuck. I, I kept the same email. Uh -huh. So when Instagram came around, I was like, I don't have like a nickname that people would call me really. So I was like, oh, I'll just do the little Tubsy, and then that stuck. Were you named after Una Merkel? No, I don't think so. I know my parents had like a f like family friends who had like were considering it for like a dog name I think <laughs> and then they were like oh that's a really nice name oh, okay. we want to use it but it's also Irish so it has some like heritage there I have some like uh, relatives from Ireland so hmm. it was cool I talked to Brianna um, and she said to make sure that I ask you about the card game Uno probably you've never heard anybody <laughs> refer to that yeah that's like often what people they like bring up as soon as I'm like, Hey, my name's Una. They're like, Oh, I like the card game. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then playing, it's like a whole nother thing. And there's people are yelling out your name and yelling, it's like, Oh, I'm so over it at this <laughs> point, but it's not the worst. So what's pansy time? Um, so pansy kind of started off with like, so Michelle Pazell from any social uh -huh. and, um, Charlie, she works, she's like, uh, working at Supreme now, but she was living in Vancouver and hanging out with the antisocial group. And Brianna kind of came up with this, like, little... It was kind of just, like, a platform for, like, our videos or... Or I should say there, because it was, like, their their thing first. Um, their art videos, like, photos, whatever. And then when I started going down to L.A., Charlie was living in L.A., and then we all kind of started doing this together because, like, we didn't really fit in anywhere with, like, our... Like, our videos weren't super heavy or, like, our art wasn't, like, I don't know blowing people's minds or anything we we're just kind of messing around like having fun so we just made our own little like kind of platform for it and now I just like put a lot of videos out under that name but then it's just kind of like our little group I guess like it's it's not really a group because it's not exclusive but it's like kind of our art our videos hmm. and yeah there's been like four pansy home videos or three and we're working on the fourth it started off with like we'd film for a video and then you know all that extra stuff that's like not the land yeah that's what like the pansy videos was uh, okay. so it was like kind of like our messing around 
We call like, it the rough cut. Yeah, it, like not even just rough cuts though, because it wasn't like just the trick battles. It was like from like when you woke up to when you went to bed, just all like the dumb stuff that you uh, did. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was like, okay, we went and like saw this like dog at this weird park, like that's in it. Or like some like weird animation that Charlie made or like some flowers, Brianna like eating shit or something. Like that's, <laughs> that's right. mainly what it was. So that's when it became like home videos. It was like our daily lives uh-huh. more than hard skateboarding tricks but we have a we have like a vision to try to make like a full length or something like actual skating do you live pretty close to brianna yeah we're like i'm like a five minute bike down the road from her and she lives like around michelle too so like we're all very like it's a really good community in vancouver so we're all just like right there doing stuff and as i said like antisocial is like a hub for all of it okay so like do you hit any of the parks in vancouver yeah yeah i mean plaza is like a go to when we're home do you hit any of the old ones like north van or any of those older like snake runs and um yeah i mean there's like hastings and stuff right so like people will be i have a few friends who are like really good at skating transition Uh and we'll just like go and watch those dudes and like there's a little like women and men that are good at skating but there's like a little street section we'll skate like the curb while they're doing like crazy stuff or like um there's lee side which has a lot of history to it oh yeah so that's cool to just go hang out like even there um there's like the whole diy section but then there's it's like connected to the p and e and like this like artificial turf so there's like street spots right there that Uh i think have made around the stadium so like we could go and skate there like transition or like the street spot and like probably plaza is like the go-to though have you ever seen sluggo do the backflip live I don't think so. I've seen him do some really cool airs because uh-huh. I have, like, he's at all the, like, I don't know if there's, like, a little event or, like, RDS thing that's going on. or He's mm-hmm. around because Brianna used to, like, work at Center and ride for RDS and stuff. So, like, we'd just be in there. Even now, like, um, she has friends that work at uh, Center. So, we can, like, that's the distribution. We could go and skate in there on the rainy days okay. on the weekend. And, like, like, Sluggo and those guys are always robbed. Like, they're just around. Uh-huh. But I've never seen it. In real life, I don't... Unless he did it at that Hastings... The mo- Did he do it at the most recent Vans? Vans Park Series? I must have seen it. Yeah, I yeah. See it, saw it then. Yeah, that was epic. Yeah. Everyone was in town, and yeah. I was just like, oh. Okay, yeah, scratch that. I have seen it. Yeah, I always... I love going to Vancouver once I'm in there, but the airport can be tough on Americans sometimes. Oh, yeah? Like, customs is, like, sometimes about... They used to have that uh, reality show up there that was, like... Uh, busted at the border or whatever it's called border wars or yeah. some shit and you get off the plane and there's like the signs that are like you're being filmed for reality shows like what the fuck i don't even have a choice like, yeah i didn't i didn't even know i that. don't know if it's still going on but that was like five years ago when i went to uh one of the earlier vancouver park series a lot of like the rocker dudes got sent to secondary and strip search and stuff it was yeah. like grayson and gurney and all those dudes but yeah yeah i love it up there it's beautiful Let's talk about the skate witches. Uh, You've been doing that Wheels of Fortune contest before, yeah? Yeah, I actually like Wheels of Fortune was the first place that I met like Brianna and Fabi and all those oh. people. So like, Skate Witches is like owned by Kristen Ebling and Shari White. So like, Shari's really heavily involved in it, and I filmed for some of their videos with Shari. But yeah, that the contest Wheels of Fortune um, just like brings together like women like basically just non-traditional skaters there's like a lot of like trans and like non-binary stuff there too but i remember yeah so like you go there and there's like the contest but it's basically like a three-day event so the first day they had like 
the it's like the witch hunt so it's like the queen of the road kind of thing you like make a team and you go and do challenges and i was put in a van or i just ended up in a van with brianna fabi and it was like a couple other people that we're still really close with now like we're good friends with but we've just gone like totally opposite ways like it's so interesting to see but yeah we were like we just went around and that was like my first introduction to them was like this crazy skating contest so it's pretty cool, actually. It's like a lot of memories, and then we've gone every year since. That's in Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah, it's in okay. Seattle. And why is it in Seattle? The people who created it, they live in Seattle? or? Yeah, well, I think Kristen has, like, really, like, she works with the city of Seattle a lot. Okay. Um, doing stuff for, like, the skateboard community. Uh-huh. So she has a good connections with, like, the all-together skate park, like, the indoor where it's hosted. So they have venues, the other outdoor skate parks where they host, like, some of the little, like, weekend events. So I think they host it there because it's, it's also in America, so it's, like, easier for Americans to get to and it's not that hard for us to get to. Like, it's pretty central. Mm, okay. Um, how many have you been to? I don't know exactly, but at least, like, four. Have you seen it grow a lot from the beginning till the most recent? Oh, yeah. What's that, what's that been like? Yeah, it's, like, the numbers almost double, like, yeah. all the time. It's crazy. It's just, like, it's funny because the skate park stays the same, too, that they host it at. And it's just, like, oh, each year it's, like, more hectic and there's bigger groups. But it's cool because then you just meet more people. So many people are like, oh, I met someone at Wheels of Fortune and now I'm going to stay with them and wherever. Like, you just, you make those, like, connections. Right. What What's, like, the craziest thing that's gone down there, like, on or off the board? Like, what are some crazy moments? That's hard. There's a lot of crazy moments because, like, each year there's, like, a video recap. So each team has, like, a video of all the challenges that they do. Is it, like, King of the Road where you have yeah. to, like, eat the gnarliest shit or, like, yeah. whatever? Like it's, def- it's definitely a little more, like, PG than King of the Road because okay. it's, like, all ages, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But there's some, like, funny, like, gnarly stuff. Like, there's skate challenges, like, hit this handrail or, like get two people to ollie down this 10 stair at the same time like not easy stuff uh-huh. but then there's also gnarly ones that are like oh i think one of them was like you take a tampon and like dip it in beet juice <laughs> so it looks like it's like used and then you have to go into a public space and like eat it or like <laughs> suck on it and like everyone around you is like oh my god and, and then you have to film people's reaction of like how gnarly it looks because it's actually disgusting like it's that's like horrid and so yeah that's like probably one of the gnarliest things that i remember one of the challenges was to like they they don't use like swearing terms but they said like frick the patriarchy like instead of like fuck the patriarchy and there's this one team that just did like a bunch of challenges with this huge blow-up dick like it's like a team of girls just like with this big blow-up dick and then they're just like skating on it and stuff and it's like what's going on wow so but then like most of it's super like positive and like funny and stuff like that so but it's just like hilarious like you have people like I don't know, like Sarah Merle or Merle. She's Swedish. She skates for Nike. Uh huh. Super cool, like very collected, calm. And then she's like, one of the challenges is like do a shotgun while trying a manual. And she like does it like first try and you're like, what? <laughs> like I didn't expect that. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. It shows people like a different side. I also got like an opportunity to go on a panel there this year. Yeah, it was, it was called like Coffee and Conversations, but it was me, Leo Baker, Vanessa Torres, and Jamie Reyes. Wow. Which is like an insane lineup. Yeah, and then it's like a room of like, 100 people or something and then we were just like asked questions by Kristen so it was like one of our friends about growing up and skating and the industry and stuff so they do cool stuff like that as well as the contests and everything do you get nervous at all like in those type of situations where you're with like these people that you look up to or how does that feel to be in that kind of a group of people 
Yeah, it's definitely nerve wracking. Like yeah. those are those are legends. <laughs> like yeah. uh, those are people. Like Vanessa Torres was the first video part that I saw. A young girl, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Like this is like, which girls one? Her elemental elementality uh-huh. one, yeah." So okay. I like memorized that, and then just like being able to hang out with her. But I skated for Meow Skateboards at one point, uh-huh. which is Lisa Whitaker's company. So Leo was on them, Vanessa is on them. Like it was a team of like pretty legendary people, and I got to hang out with them like fairly often in LA, like with Charlie and the whole Pansy group. We were all. Um, pretty close or at least mutual friends or like whatnot so I actually got to hang out with them a decent amount before things like that panel came up so I felt pretty comfortable like hanging around like Leo and Vanessa and I hadn't met Jamie yet so that was the first trip meeting Jamie and she's so sick and now oh, yeah. we're like good friends Brad. she just got stories for days a sense of humor that's just like great yeah she so. she had a thrasher cover yeah, yeah. I, I remember that's that pretty legendary it was sick she's had like a resurgence in coverage and popularity which is awesome people are like realizing how sick everything she was doing and is doing yeah huh are you into contests um not particularly like i like my friends contests and like the fun ones but you don't enter like the the street leagues or the vans park series or any of the street contests or whatever no i i tried it for a bit um but the competitive route wasn't really for me i liked the the industry side of it like for me my dream in skating was go on trips and film parts and meet people and get photos and stuff like that so i honestly gravitated towards skating because it wasn't like most organized sports Uh so now that it's the competitive side is getting like organized sport i was like why would i you know so i tried it out i went to like one street league rolled my ankle i was like fuck this sucks (laughs) (laughs) you're like shuttling back and forth to the like you go to some really cool city and then you're on a bus from your hotel to the contest for four days straight yeah everyone's so nice but like tired of seeing each other you're at the park for like 10 hours a day and you're just like fried and you're like i want to go like explore the city i've been really grateful to have opportunities like the one that we did with this video and like being able to kind of choose where we want to go and what we want to skate and who we want to skate with why would you want to do anything other than this right but i do have a lot of friends taking the competitive route and i have a lot of respect for it too it's like really hard (laughs) do we want the coronavirus to take out the olympics or (laughs) i don't know that's that would be insane (laughs) i think (laughs) i don't know how well they would handle that it's already feeling insane yeah it does this has been like a super weird couple weeks Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, we're even flying out earlier, flying out tomorrow, trying to get home safe, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. We went into Whole Foods yesterday and people would just have like carts full of stuff. You like, they're can't just, like, find a roll of toilet paper or any hand sanitizer. Yeah. It's like you can't find it. Any any store. And then I heard Amazon like tripled the price. They're making money off this shit. It's like, come on. Yeah. It's insane. And like everything's canceled. I hope that it doesn't last this long and we can like hear this podcast soon and be like, oh, remember that time like a month ago and everything, literally everything was canceled. Like, so I still get all those chain emails for like the street leagues and stuff because I did do it mm-hmm. at one point. And like, I'm just getting those that are like, this event's canceled, that event's canceled. Vans has had to cancel like everything due to like safety concerns and stuff. NBA's on suspension, NHL. There's like bans for flying places. Like it's crazy. They're just really stepping it up. We'll see what's going to happen. I don't know, but I'd just like to say, as long as my guests are down, I'm going to keep running the show. Yeah, you know, And I don't really want to do it over the phone. So we're going to have to, you know, even if we have to wear the mask in front of the mic or whatever we got to do, you know. You're not going to believe this, but it looks like the phone um, line just lit up here. Hello. 
This is Fabi, first time caller. Oh my god. I wanted god. to ask Una how she stayed so positive and motivated after getting her on one of the first trips for this fans video. Love you, Una. Big inspo. <laughs> oh, Fabi. <laughs> I was watching, I was actually listening to her her one this morning. I was like, I wonder what she said. That's so <laughs> nice. Wow. Okay. Um. So, yeah, fa- as Fabi was saying, I like blew my knee out on the first trip for this video right i heard that it was last day of like a 10 day trip so it was cool we got like nine great days of skating in and then on the last one i was trying to front board this handrail that was a bit too steep and um i was just like like just dropping off of it in the ground and landed wrong on like the third one and then kind of just sat back on my knee i didn't tear my acl but i i partially tore it i like yanked it so hard that it like pulled up from the bone okay so we didn't know what happened at first and it was just like hurting and annoying and then frank basically was like okay we're gonna get you to a hospital like whatever you need blah blah and then we're driving back i'm like it doesn't feel that bad Let's just go to the hotel chill ice it i had these funny little crutches actually and then <laughs> i was like i want to go to the empire state building i'm pretty sure frank was just like i don't know like felt so bad because i was just so bummed out about my knee and he's like whatever whatever you want to do whatever the group wants to do so we like went to the top of the Empire State. I'm like on these like those like elbow crutches, like the ones that look yeah. like really crippled. <laughs> and the whole time people are laughing at me because I just look so funny. But yeah, we went to the top of the Empire State Building, which is really sick. And then we like saw the lights from Times Square. This is like the last night of the trip or something. And then it was like, I want to go to Times Square. <laughs> so we like went back down, went to Times Square and I like got a photo with the crutches up in Times Square and then... Flew home the next day, was like immediately into physio because my parents are like big sport heads and they, as soon as they heard about it, they're like, you got to get set better. You're like, you have to do physio and all this stuff. And then, so I had a bunch of really generous people help me out with physio and that kind of stuff. And like, I had a really cool, couple cool doctors who were like helping me get back and like, they did some tests, MRIs, they're like, okay, it's not completely torn, but there's a chance that you can like heal it without surgery if you uh. do like a ton of physio for like four months. So I just was off my board for like four months while people were like filming for this video and stuff. So that was really hard because it was summer. I just moved to Vancouver. I just torn my knee. I'm like in a brace. Uh-huh. My friends are going on these You're trips. You're living with the filmer. <laughs> yeah, I'm like seeing it all. I'm like, oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, like how's it going? Like, oh. Fuck. But then as I started to be able, like a little more mobile, Frank brought me to Miami. So like I started to come back on the trips like as like a second angle or like just to like hang out with people like i was still included which is really cool uh-huh. um so that helped with like staying positive with okay. like as fabby's question was yeah so I, I still felt like i was really included in the group which is cool and i have i'm a filmer myself i just have a vx at home but right i could be out filming my friends and stay in the scene and like keep up with what's going on and not be like skating uh-huh. and so that helped stay positive and then also just like that that housing setup like being surrounded by my friends in a time like that, like, they really, really helped. I had, for my birthday, which was in June, knee was dust. Michelle, like, Rosie, Norma, Shari, like, all these people, like, behind my back going. Um, they knew I'd run- wanted to, like, renovate the garden at our house. Cause it's kind of gnarly. So they all went and they came back and surprised me with, like, this truckload of dirt and, like, flowers. <laughs> and, like, they were all in their grubby clothes. And we're like, okay, we're just going to work on the garden, like, all day. And we just had, like, this sick, sunny day. I wasn't really doing any work. We just, like, had drinks and we were, like, smoking weed and we were working on the garden and, like, taking out bushes in the back. And, like, when you work with eight people on a yard, it goes pretty quick. I don't know. It was a really wonderful day. I think when I came home from my initial knee injury, like, in New York, Brianna and 
Romy had like filled my room with like smiley face balloons. Oh. Like that kind of shit. <laughs> like yeah. you come home to that, you can't really be that bummed out. I was like, well, actually I was a little bummed out because I couldn't move around very easily because like <laughs> I yeah. needed all the balloons. But like, I was like, oh, that thought's nice. Rad. Yeah. What were you doing? Were you in the pools with your legs or like bikes or what kind of physio were you doing? Yeah, a lot of bikes, but... The physio I was working with, he wasn't a skateboard physio, but he was like a sports physio. So he's really smart. And then he was like, watch my skate videos and be like, okay, let's figure out what you have to be able to do to skate again and like make up exercises to do that. Whoa. So like each week I came in, he'd have like a new thing for me to do. And it was sick. I could just push me farther each time. By the end of it, it was, they kept fun stuff too. Like that's another reason I could stay positive. I was on a balance board. And then, like, there was, like, two physios, a physio and a kinesiologist on either side of me. And they were, like, throwing tennis balls at me. So I had to, like, dodge them and, like, work on my balance, but stuff like that. So it was fun as well as working out. So I think that helped. I remember Frank telling me about when Ronnie blew his knee and how fast he got back into it. That was so gnarly. Yeah, he's like, well, he was fucked. Ronnie's a machine. If he, like, puts himself into physio the same way he does skating, like, we better quick. And he was. And I was like, okay, inspo. So... Ronnie did it and came back like so strong like that was way gnarlier too yeah Ronnie's the homie so how long have you been kind of back um I mean there's it's different day by day like sometimes I'll wake up and it's really sore and sometimes I'll wake up and like forget about it um when did you start skating again I'm trying to remember exactly so I tore it May I probably November October okay ish like I had the whole summer off and most of the fall like I wasn't skating okay and then I started to get back into it I wore one of those plastic braces under my pants for two and a half almost three months like a lot of the clips I filmed for this video I'm wearing that under the the pants okay and then I I like weaned myself off it and wear this little like sleeve thing but just try to like continue the physio and i've been really lucky like it's been really strong hasn't done anything weird on me which is cool you've gone on some trips where's one of your favorite places you've been oh it's hard to say because we've been to some really cool spots um i really liked new york to be honest like that first trip was so much fun yeah it was great because of the city or did you skate some good stuff or everything or what a lot of reasons i mean like the spots we skated were fun the people we met were really cool. Like half the time we were skating with like Kyoto. He skates for Frog and he was just like showing us to these like cool spots. And then, yeah, we were with like Beatrice too. Like people who know the city. I don't know. Um, Barcelona was amazing too. Oh, yeah, that was really great. Right. Um, so, I, I mean, there's been like a bunch of really cool ones. Even just like Vancouver when I'm home in the summer is like, I really like skating there. Like mm-hmm. with my friends and stuff too. What are some of the songs on Constant? play in the van that get you hyped like is there any songs you guys have in loop that you're like put that one on let's get it going there's definitely i mean there's like the the talking heads one this must be the place oh that one like as soon as like comes on it's just like everyone's like oh yeah like i think (laughs) brianna kind of it's usually like brianna's music that gets people or like fabi fabi puts on this song that's like I don't even know what it's I don't know what it's called but it's like just like screaming and it's, it's like no 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 and then it's like this boat is fucking sinking or something uh, this boat is obviously sinking yeah so like that'll come on and we're like oh shit Brad. yeah so yeah. like we also all love like Dolly Parton so like if that comes on we're all like jamming <laughs> to that too like it's pretty wide variety Brad. my heart is slowly dried up uh, the rumor has it that you're a pretty good skier. 
Who t- who's telling you this? I read it somewhere. <laughs> I think it was in the uh, Vancouver Daily News. Oh, yeah. They true. S- there was like a front page <laughs> of you doing a backflip, triple indie gator or some shit. Yeah. I've been skiing longer than I've been skating. I w- that's one, like, a really big benefit of growing up in Canada is you have access to that. Where do you go, Whistler? Um, well, when I there's a mountain on the island where I grew up. Oh. So we'd go there. Um, oh. My family was, like, really really cool with all that we'd try to go up like every second weekend or something when i was little and then i, I did both i snowboarded and skied but i just liked skiing so i was better at it and then recently i've been snowboarding again because i have a lot of vans snowboard friends now and like they like hook me up with some gear like it's so fun now that i've been skating but before i was skating again that's like my brother like he was a really Im- impressive like skier and snowboarder so if he tried something i was like i'm gonna try it mm-hmm. so as soon as he was like trying backflips and stuff i was like all right, I'm sent, I'm trying it too. Damn. So yeah, it's basically just like his influence. I had one other friend that was kind of sent it. Like skiing is just sick. You get a lot of feeling that you don't get in skating. Like doing a trick into powder where it's soft. You, you can just like land right. however. Yeah. The thing with skis that troubles me is the two different snowboarding. You're on one plank, mm-hmm. but like the skis, you could just cross over. It seems like it's so wrecked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think I've skied three times in my life and then I snowboarded from then on. Yeah. I like the snowboarding now too, but I don't know. I think it's just because I grew, like it was what I grew up doing. I don't know. I'd hit rails. I like hit rails and stuff on my skis and don't find it like, I find it less sketchy than doing it on a snowboard. Whoa. Snowboarding, you can always like catch edges and I'm always like have the fear. Of th- and like That's skiing, true. let's say you get stuck on a flat run, you just pop yeah. them off, keep walking. Snow- and then you see all the snowboarders and you're like, <laughs> that <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Or you could just like pull past them and you're like, ha, <laughs> it's fucking snowboarding. <laughs> yeah. Who's been uh, hooking you up? You've been getting boards from Crooked? Yeah. That's fairly recently. But yeah, Jim Thibault and um, Bram and all the super cool guys at Deluxe. Yeah. They've been like hooking up with stuff. I got Crooked and then I kind of got like Thunder and Spitfire around the same time which was really cool because it was like right when i was getting back into skating some of my friends like rad for those companies are like we'd go and visit deluxe and like be around the same scene or like i don't know there was like a bay jam that happened and we were in oakland and sf and just like hanging around i think i met jim in sweden at the pushing borders event there was like a conference there so it's like this like malmo Malmo. yeah the malmo street contest Uh and the panel thing and he was there i was like oh this guy's like like the only people that were there were people who were like very like forward like thinking like in the future like how are we gonna like make skateboarding like accessible and like education like all these really interesting like super smart people i was like where am i but <laughs> jim was there so i was like oh this guy's super cool and then yeah we just kind of kept talking and he's been really supportive of everything which is really cool okay mm-hmm. uh true or false you got sponsored for fingerboarding <laughs> uh i don't know if i can answer that because <laughs> I got some I got some stuff from my friends who like skate or like own fingerboard companies like they like hooked it up or like really? an Instagram com- like company would be like yo do you want to ride our boards <laughs> I was like yeah do you got some moves yeah I mean I can do some stuff I don't want to like I'm not that great at it I just worked at a skate shop for a long time as you know some days are pretty slow at skate shops especially yep. on an island in Canada so I think my boyfriend at the time like welded me this flat bar for Christmas like three years ago mm. and we I took it to the skate shop and like my friends still use it like all like it's still being used at the skate shop like today anytime a customer wasn't in there like you'd just be trying tricks and then like even if they were in there 
customers were like psyched on it right. oh, or like the kids were like can i try so yeah like, oh this is cool like i can do this i wasn't doing it at home it's that just much boredom. yeah it was literally like okay shops like clean like what can i do <laughs> he was like da, 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 da. yeah it was literally like just that movement for like three hours uh. in a day and then my boss would walk by and like look through the window and then he's like and then he'd come try it <laughs> i was oh, like shit. yeah so it was really chill let's take a quick time out and hear from some of our friends and we'll be right back another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy. Who is Chris Cook? Oh, you want to know who Chris Cook is, Caden? He's one of the best sickest rippers out of p-town uh you ever heard of uh devil's pit bro no he shits his pants he might dude we're getting old now but anyways dude he rips bro uh devil's pit uh every demo just killing it to this day i think you gave me props at at, uh rockaway a couple weeks ago i was in my zone and i'm sorry chris thank you for the props me and kaden love you i think we got another phone call here who is this uh, my name's Clara, and I was wondering what's your favorite part about going on these trips. Woo! Thank you, Clara, for the question. Um, um, by far, my favorite part is just the people that are on it. It's like a super cool group of people, like all the women skating on it, uh, Shari, Norma, Frank, like Sierra involved with it. Meeting everyone through this whole experience is like probably my favorite part, just being able to hang out with them and like visit cities that I didn't r- really think i would that way like travel the world with my friends like what it's so sick (laughs) yeah it seems like you've already got to see a lot of stuff in a short amount of time you've been traveling a bunch yeah it's been like living on fast forward for a while so and then i got hurt and it was like nothing and then i got like i'm getting better and it's like boom it's all happening again so and you can never get too much time with frank right no never (laughs) he's the best yeah for sure. He's definitely, like, added a lot of good stuff to these trips. and like. Did he take you to get a slice in New York? Yeah, we got some, yeah. Yeah. We also went to some really good, what was that spot we kept going back to? The meatball spot? Yeah, oh, meatball shop. That right. was sick. We had, yeah, it was cool being in New York with people from New York, like with Beatrice and Frank. Always and like the best. Kyoto and stuff, like, they would just actually be like, oh, this is what it used to be like, or this is what uh-huh. was filmed here, or, like, this is where this person grew up, or, like, skated. It was like, oh. I just love going to the right food spots, Mm -hmm. like because there's so much shit there. Like if you don't know, you you're lost. But if you're with the right people and they're like, "Oh no, this is where we need to get the slice," or "This is where the sandwich is," or "This," you know, that's always good. Any town you're at to have a little direction with the food's always good. Mm -hmm. And then the spots too, for sure. Like, oh, you think this is good? Around the corner is a fucking bump the rail nobody knows about or something yeah (laughs) it was like that we went when we went to melbourne like when we went to australia recently it was like that too like Uh we met up with the vans tm zools and like adelaide who skates for vans she's someone who i forgot to mention before um who's got banger tricks in this video oh cool and uh she had a lot of like oh like this is where we go to get food this is where we go to chill here's where we can go to warm up like Mm -hmm. just like 
and then <laughs> we made like a joke about her being like the fastest skater because we'd move from the spot or like go to get dinner and she'd just be like gone like just like pushing like two like blocks ahead of everyone else and you're like what the fuck like calm down wow. <laughs> but yeah she was like really on it so yeah that like local intel is so sick damn you got to go to Oz yeah Australia Indonesia yeah Barcelona New York the passports filling up LA San Francisco I'm ob- like I'm still missing places I know Miami yep how are you with traveling like when you're in the plane uh how are you with these long distance flights I'm, do you sleep can you sleep on planes I used to get- be worse at it but I'm getting better like I used to get like car- like nauseous and stuff and then I couldn't really chill but now I'm like getting better at it I'm actually like dating um someone in Australia so I'm like getting used to the, the plane ride there oh so you've been to australia a few times yeah Whoa. yeah so i went there for like a month and then came back and then we went for the trip for like and then i stayed there for a while oh cool so yeah damn you got hurt doing the front board on a handrail mm-hmm. have you done a front board on a handrail since you came back i have now yes w- was it a, a head fuck for a little bit or yeah i like was trying to do them at parks for a while like when we go to a park i was like i'll try front board but i'd still kind of just see like worst case scenario in my head uh-huh. and like what happened before and so when i was like on a street rail it was just kind of like oh like what can i do to not make that happen again and then there was this little rail in uh, melbourne that we w- went to and it was like it looked so perfect. It was like, oh, like it's short and it's low and it's perfect run up and landing. And then I like went to jump on it. I was like, holy shit, it's way too short. Like uh, it's like one of the ones where you like get on. It's like, didn't. And like, so it was actually harder than if it was like a little bigger. So I was stoked. It was still like a proper front board on a handrail since that injury. And when I like finally rode away from it, it was, I was very stoked. Rad. So that was like a big weight off my, I don't know. It just felt like I was like, oh, okay, I, I can, I can move forward again. Like I felt like I was kind of spent that whole six or seven months like trying to get back to where i was Uh which was there and now i can like progress okay is there anything that you're really wanting to get done before the deadline is there anything in your head or are you just trying to get as much good stuff as you can any specific things yeah there was definitely a few things i wanted to hit a handrail in it Uh i've done that but i'm not like as i said i'm not like satisfied like it's just more like okay what's next so we might have some time and like it's it's raining here now so we're we're done and we're flying home tomorrow but if there's like an opportunity in vancouver i'm gonna try to get a couple maybe hammers before the deadline where'd you guys skate while you were here we went to a couple spots we spent like time down by the ferry and the ferries and the and the The island Yeah. yeah um but then we also went we went up the street from that a bit. We went to Union Square. We went like out Fort Funston, which uh-huh. is like like out like we did some like little missions like that. Uh-huh. We were skating with Cher, so like this trip, um, we were like linking up with Cher a lot, and Beatrice was here, oh. and we were like just like vibing around those spots. We went to like the the Manny Pad things after, like Rockridge Manny Pad um, in Oakland. Oh yeah, after a day of filming, just like hang out. Yeah, zombies. Um, Cher kept mentioning like Alameda and stuff like that, and. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was fun. I really like skating in SF. I feel like I haven't had enough time here. Yet, yeah. So I want to come back. Did you guys go by the Supreme store? We didn't, actually, no. no. Okay. But we heard all the better from Cher. Yeah, she we, was giving us the inside she, scoop. Yeah, she worked there, but they got a bowl in there. It's kind of crazy. Like, in the middle of downtown San Francisco, there's this huge warehouse with an indoor bowl. Sick. It's like, damn, okay. Do you know who's all going to be in the video? Yeah, I mean... It's you, 
there's like me brianna and fabi kind of with more like parts but then there's clara solar helena long oh my gosh i don't want to forget anyone poppy star is doing a bunch of animations for it and she has footage in it too oh cool it's gonna be i'm all pretty sure girls? shari has a clip yeah all girls we're we gonna have any lizzie footage i think we were we were like trying to link up but i'm not sure if it uh-huh. worked out beatrice obviously sheriff oh, um, right. and that should come out in april you say or yeah it's supposed to come out in april i, I think we filmed with everyone we went on trips with so the people who came to Barcelona, the people who were in SF, like th- whoever lived th- th- there too. Like I think Diana might have like, it was like the, the, our van's like community that we went and visited as well. So Nice. Let's end with the coronavirus. What do we think? <laughs> I think, I don't know. I saw this thing today where like, you know, in the Shaun of the Dead, they're like, we're going to go get a drink and wait till it blows over. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like go home, go and like chill out and wait for it to blow over and then i don't know i hope hope it doesn't like mess with the world anymore it's been a lot of like cancellations and travel things so hopefully it's a phase i don't know are you doing anything like washing your hands more frequently trying not to are you uh practicing social distancing <laughs> is that what they yeah that's what yeah. they're calling it like instead of high five you go uh elbows mm-hmm. yeah we did that at deluxe <laughs> the other day bram came to me he's like yo elbows i was like what yeah <laughs> been a lot of hand there's been more hand sanitizer passed around this trip than any of them for uh-huh. sure even when we went to like we did this vans europe trip to like indonesia uh-huh. we went to like jakarta which is like one of the most polluted oh. cities in the world but it's also really beautiful and there's really cool skating but like the tm there um josh young he was like i was trying a trick and he was like literally spraying me off with like hand sanitizer in between the tries because we were trying it in like a sewer this is like the second gnarliest to that, which is like pretty extreme. Yeah. So yeah, Fuck. like yeah. it's just playing it safe and like planes and stuff. They keep saying that when the weather changes, it might help diminish everything, but really? people are yeah, but they're skeptical. They're like, we don't know, but that's usually with viruses, that's what happens. But this is a new one, and we don't, we're not sure. But mm-hmm. it's wishful thinking at this point. But uh, yeah. Well, um, think of a song that we can end the conversation on. Can we end it on the Talking Heads song? Yeah. Is that cool? Which one is it? Uh, This Must Be The Place. All right, let's do that. Thank you so much for taking time out to stop by and uh, catching up. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. This has been great. Yeah, well, can't wait to see the video part and... uh, Hopefully see you next time you're in San Francisco. I'm sure our paths will cross sooner than later. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. All right, cheers. Sweet, have a good one.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Schmidt. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. When you subscribe, you'll get notifications every Tuesday of new episodes the minute they become available. Also, please leave reviews and a five-star rating. It's the best way to help the show grow. All of the episodes will always remain free, but if you would like to help support the show, you can do so at TalkingSchmidt.com, where you can pick up some merchandise like t-shirts, beanies, hats, and stickers. The website has an entire archive of all of the episodes, with extra photos and videos. Email us with any suggestions, comments, or ways that the show may have improved your life at TalkingSchmidt at gmail.com. All interviews are conducted, edited, and produced by Schmitty. The intro music is Mary's Cross by the band Nature. A very special shout-out goes to the executive director, Cheryl Camisa. This is Talking Schmidt, where the Rolodex is deep, but the conversation is deeper.